Hi, and welcome to Hints of Gladness. This week, I'd like to invite you to consider practicing savoring. I once went to a fundraising event for a contemplative organization, and the presenter for the evening had us taste three different kinds of chocolate. There was one that was very bitter. It was dark chocolate. And there was one that was 70% dark chocolate. And then there was the more sweeter milk chocolate. As the presenter had us taste each one slowly and let the chocolate dissolve in our mouths, in between each one, we had a glass of water to cleanse our palates. And it was a very interesting experience. One of the things I noticed was how different kinds of tastes, like a bitter taste, would show up in one place in my mouth and a very sweet taste, like with the milk chocolate, for example, would show up in another place in my mouth. I've since done this exercise a couple times with other groups of people. And often what I hear people say at the end of the exercise when we take time to review is just how valuable it is to slow down and to savor. Often it makes them think of their lives more carefully. And I concur. It makes me think of my life more carefully and how beneficial it is to slow down and to savor. Savoring reminds me to slow down and to really enjoy life, even the mundane things of life. When people do the tasting exercise and they take time to reflect, they'll often talk about their children or their grandchildren and how they want to be more present to them and how they just really want to enjoy watching them play and grow up and enjoy their time with them more. They don't want to miss out on those wonderful experiences of being with their children, with their friends, with the food that they eat, the, possibly the wine that they drink. They don't want to miss out on life. It can really enrich our lives when we take time to savor. Savoring isn't one of those things that is necessary, but it can be really beneficial to practice. It's just a practice. And actually, it's practicing being aware. And being aware is so vital to our spiritual lives and to our well-being. I wrote a few words down that have to do with savoring. I guess it's kind of in a poetic form. I, I worry a little bit that it's too didactic, that I'm being too teachy. But... Um, but here we go. Take what you like and leave the rest. When you savor, you slow down. Begin to stop on yellow. Notice. Contemplate. Meditate. Consider every word. Enter into the music and let it move you. Stay in the question. Stay in the present moment. Look within. Notice how things make you feel. Appreciate. 
consider. Practice awareness even during the mundane activities of your life. Investigate. Allow. Nurture. Send it back because it's not hot enough. Smell. Really listen. Really taste. Welcome what is. Cherish your children and your relationships. Don't miss out on life. Become aware of reality. Feed your heart along with your stomach. Light candles. Take hot baths. Take ice cold baths. Be conscious of your feet touching the earth. Love. Notice the life and gifts in others. Smell roses. Write thank you notes. Take time to be grateful. Take time to love yourself and others. Take your time. Enjoy the journey. Think about others. Go the extra mile. Let go of time. Become aware that life is a gift and a very splendid thing. Watch sunsets fade and gardens grow. Absorb the pace of nature. Lie down in green pastures. Sit beside quiet waters. Look at the birds of the air and the flowers of the field. To savor, be open, curious, accepting, here, present, aware, conscious, appreciative, grateful, absorbed, willing. And just before we close, here are a few quotes. Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. And that's a Zen proverb. And from one of my favorite teachers, Richard Rohr, he says, neuroscience can now demonstrate the brain indeed has a negative bias. The brain prefers to constellate around fearful, negative, or problematic situations. In fact, when a loving, positive, or unproblematic thing comes your way, you have to savor it consciously for at least 15 seconds before it can harbor and store itself in your implicit memory. Otherwise, it doesn't stick. 
we must indeed savor the good in order to significantly change our regular attitudes and moods. And we need to strictly monitor all the Velcro negative things. E.B. White, the author of Charlotte's Web, says, I arise in the morning torn between a desire to improve the world and a desire to enjoy the world. This makes it hard to plan the day. In Matthew 6, 25 to 28, Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. What I feel like Jesus was telling his listeners here was to savor and to be aware. Especially when he says, look at the birds of the air. And then he goes on to say, how the flowers of the field grow. I think he's inviting us to slow down, to savor life. I take this literally and go outside and savor nature and try to learn from it. I hope all this was helpful. May your life be enriched as you take time to savor. <laughs>